What up, it's your boy Anthony. This is Shelton Has Spoken. Have you ever felt disconnected from someone you love? Maybe someone you like? You know, it felt like you didn't know them anymore. It was harder to enjoy their company. You had to figure out, man, is it, is it, is it me who's changed or is it, is it you? I don't know. That's how it feels with EA and DICE when it comes to Battlefield. I feel like EA and DICE are disconnected from the franchise and its fans. They don't know them anymore. It's harder to enjoy the company of EA and DICE and Battlefield right now. And EA and DICE is trying to figure out, man, is it us? Is it the fans? Is it Battlefield? And they're over here trying to figure it out while we're trying to tell them. So. EA had a post-mortem town hall meeting to discuss what went wrong with Battlefield 2042. And this came off of a report from Tom Henderson, who is a Battlefield insider among other first-person shooters, but particularly Battlefield. And this is basically a synopsis of the problems that they addressed EA and DICE in the town hall meeting. What caused the problems for Battlefield 2042? Updates to the Frostbite engine. The pandemic working from home. The beta included bugs. They also said that every Battlefield has bugs, but DICE has been able to overcome them in the past. They brought up the Halo Infinite multiplayer. A poor live service is another reason. They particularly said they stuck with company standards instead of Battlefield standards. And then some design faults, like when it came to specialists and map designs. So those, that's kind of the synopsis of the problems. You can read the article. The article can be found on Crossfire. Never heard of that website, but that's where you can find it. So, can we stay on the Halo Infinite multiplayer part for a moment? Don't you feel like that's a strange response? I feel like that's a strange response. Because if Battlefield 2042 was good, I feel like it would have done well. Like Halo Infinite is not the reason Battlefield 2042 did poorly. Let's recap what happened. The beta for Battlefield 2042 comes out. It's a buggy mess. Doesn't play well. Some people are, have mixed feelings about it. Some people straight up don't like it. Some people do like it. I don't feel like there were a ton of people who did like it, but there were. The Halo Infinite multiplayer surprise launches and totally takes everybody by surprise. Why did it take everybody by surprise? Because they were surprised at how good it was. Halo Infinite had been in development for a very long time, so people were very skeptical of how Halo Infinite was going to turn out. 343 was so confident in what they were doing with the multiplayer that they decided to release it early. And guess what? Dang, it was good. In fact, it was so good, at least anecdotally, on Twitter, where I tend to view people's responses to things versus Reddit or something, I was seeing people post all kinds of clips of their experience playing Halo Infinite. Whatever you can think of, they were doing it. Stuff with the grappling hook, vehicle stuff, all just, just having fun in the quote-unquote sandbox. When the Battlefield 2042 beta launched, I didn't see anything. There was nothing. Maybe I saw one or two clips of something, but other than that, I didn't see anything. You know why I didn't see anything? Because it wasn't good. In fact, the things that I saw were highlighting the bugs, were highlighting the issues. That 
is what Battlefield 2042 was known for before it came out. You know what the Halo Infinite multiplayer was known for before it came out? Good, joyous fun. That's it. It felt complete. Now, yes, if we look at Halo Infinite right now, there are problems. There were problems with the big team battle a couple of weeks ago. There have been problems with online latency, desyncing, things like that. There are issues within Halo Infinite, but it is nothing compared to Battlefield 2042. And the core of Halo Infinite's multiplayer feels really good. It plays really well. It feels like the foundation of what makes Halo Infinite multiplayer work is there. But then you have Battlefield 2042, where top to bottom, the whole game doesn't feel good. Some people say, oh, it feels like Battlefield. No, it doesn't. If you've played Battlefield for any extensive of time, you can't just look at, oh, there's tanks and there's people to shoot and there's stuff that blows up. No, it's a, it's a little bit more nuanced than that. I can see how you might think so. Oh, the running animation feels similar. Getting across the map feels similar. Driving all the sound effects. There are very, very similar things that are happening within Battlefield 2042 that feel similar, that feel related to the Battlefield series. But there's so many other things inside of what really makes Battlefield Battlefield that are just not there. Or it's not designed very well. The only response DICE and EA needed to have in that postmortem was that they didn't make a good Battlefield game or launch with a complete game. That's the only thing they have. Can you imagine if Battlefield 2042 wasn't buggy? More people would have enjoyed it. Can you imagine? Even just the beta. If that wasn't buggy, do you think more people would have enjoyed it? Absolutely more people would have enjoyed it. Particularly for the beta, some people were able to point out quickly that it didn't feel quite like Battlefield used to. But somebody like myself, who was just playing it for what it was, I did have a decent time with it, so long as it wasn't buggy. But there were so many bugs that it distorted the experience. Guarantee more people would have enjoyed it. And you know what? Guarantee people would have enjoyed it more during the launch. At least, at the very least, they would have been a little bit more forgiving towards the game. I gave it a 45 on Gaming Trend, I believe. It was either 40 or 45. If it wasn't as buggy, do you think the score would have been a little bit higher? You're darn right it would have been. But the bugs caused even more issues than the game already had. Can you imagine if Battlefield 2042 stayed with the tenets of what makes a great Battlefield game? More people would have stuck around. You think if Halo Infinite was as good as it was and Battlefield 2042 could have been everything it should have been, you think Battlefield 2042 would have done well? Of course it would have. It's still Battlefield and the people who love Battlefield are playing Battlefield. But the people who love Battlefield are not playing Battlefield 2042 because it's not because of Halo Infinite. They're not even playing Halo Infinite. Maybe some are, I know I am, but I'm a Halo guy naturally first before a Battlefield guy, but I still love the Battlefield series enough to at least make time for it if it was good. But I'm not making time for it because it's not good. And wherever else those other people, oh, you know what they're probably doing? They're probably playing Battlefield 4 or Battlefield 1 or Battlefield 5. That's what they're doing. They're playing Battlefield. They're just not playing Battlefield 2042. It's not Halo Infinite's fault. 
The threat to your greatness is not someone else's greatness. Halo Infinite's greatness is not a threat to Battlefield's greatness. The problem with Battlefield 2042 is that it just wasn't designed well. If you go read that exclusive from Tom Henderson on Crossfire, all I read is excuses. It's Frostbite's fault. It was the pandemic. It was the beta. It was specialists and map designs. And really, that last one, the specialists and map designs, that's the only one where I hear responsibility taken. Everything else is excuses. Now, to be fair, I understand the pandemic created a lot of problems. I understand that. But if part of that problem was the Frostbite engine, and if you read the article, they basically used the old Frostbite engine but tried to make it new as they were developing the game. So you can imagine the type of issues that were coming up as they're revamping pieces of this old Frostbite engine while also trying to make it new while also trying to develop this game. Does that sound like a recipe for success? So yes, did the pandemic exacerbate the problems? That's the key. It's not necessarily that pandemic created even more problems. It did. But the pandemic exacerbated the problems that were already there. The beta, you released something that was incredibly buggy and not, and not ready. And then, you know, you legitimately try to say, yeah, this is a beta. We're actually trying to get your feedback and fix things. And they were able to fix some things. But I was at the review event. And there were still a ton of issues that were fixed that were that they were fixing as we were doing the review event. Does that sound like a recipe for success? Does that sound like the fault of another game? Does that sound like the fault of anything else? No, this is all decision making. This is the fault of whoever's in charge, all the people in charge who decided, yeah, let's release the game when it's not ready. Let's release the beta a few weeks before the game is supposed to come out when it's not ready. This is the fault of the people making the decision. That's it. There's nothing else to talk about. The bottom line is, you release the game when it's ready. Nothing else matters. Because if you release the game when it's ready, Battlefield 2042 would be a success, and at the very least, perhaps, the core foundation of it would be a little bit stronger. Tom Henderson thinks Battlefield is in good hands thanks to new leadership, which does include Vince Zampella. But I would say be cautiously optimistic because Vince knows the Call of Duty audience. The Battlefield franchise and the Battlefield audience is a whole different beast. Subscribe on any app that you can listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to respond, Hit me up on Twitter at I am a Shelton. I'll talk to you later.